Welcome back to The Spins with Marty and Finn. Today we are talking about the Mock Ami album, Pray for Haiti. And I almost said Pray for Paris. I, yeah. I don't know why. I just gave, Well, I guess it is executive it, produced by West Side Gun. Yeah. Is, so, I mean, that is. And oh, It may as well be Pray for Paris with how good it is. Like, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, and uh, well, before we go in, we've added Unknown Memory to it. So, and uh, College Dropout baby. has gotten uh, dropped out. Ah. Of the top, so then we're moving in. So Unknown Memory has come up on. Yeah. We'll see next episode. You'll see the next one. We'll see. That's my favorite Young Lean album. I don't know. You're you got that. Uh, you like the Lavender EP Death. or whatever. I oh, love like- the Lavender EP, and I like Unknown Death. Okay. Which is which, or two thousand was it two thousand one Unknown Death two thousand one? I think that's what's called. Yeah. Well, I like that one. That's yeah. my favorite. His, his first ever one. I like that one a lot, and I like uh, the Lavender Tape. Those are both my favorite. But beautiful. We're not talking yeah. about Young Lean today. I like. Young I love them though. Yeah. Great documentary, too. Great documentary. Last thing thing I'll talk about. All right. Um, So I guess let's just start out. Uh, Favorite track, initial thoughts. Uh, This is my first time ever hearing of them. You told me about Makami. Um, So so the thing is, also, I I should go into that, too. I've known about Makami for mm. a while, but he's and he's one of those guys where hip hop Twitter goes crazy over. Yeah. Like, like, Makami. I I saw this, like... um, Oh, wait, like, uh, what's it, uh, what's the four presidents on, I can't think of the, uh, their statue. Mount Rushmore? Mar- why couldn't I think, okay. <laughs> Mount, 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 Mount Rushmore, they were mainly like the Mount Rushmore of rap, you know? Yeah. And they were in literally, uh, and on it, Makami was on it, and like, Rock Marciano, and all these guys, and I was like, okay, and this is before I listened to Zama, I'm like, okay, yeah. like, we need to calm down about Mount Rushmore, you know, and yeah. I, I've been listening to the Mount Rushmore and everything. Oh yeah, he's on uh, it. <sighs> Hopefully. Does it have the track list in there? God damn. Uh, Makami, right here. Four and Yeah, four and feet of clay. That was, I heard, that was, I think, like, the second or third time I heard about it. I, I, oh, that was I the like first that. time, yeah. love that, I love that song and stuff like that. Yeah. And, I, and this is his 18th project, but a lot of his projects crazy. are, like, thrown on Bandcamp, and they'll be, like, for $300 oh, or something God. like that. Like I was looking at his merch today. Ridiculous. Ridiculous, yeah. yeah. He, he's got, yeah. And uh, one thing, actually, a fun fact about Makami before we talk about musically, he wanted to be a director. Really? Or, or something in film, I know, because he had... He said, yeah, I was watching a complex interview with him and Westside Gun. They were talking about how he had a bunch of, like, before he started rapping, he had, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of, like, film equipment. And he was, like, really trying to get into that before he really got into music. And then I think he met Westside Gun or he met someone and then decided to get into it. Or he could have been before. I don't know if I have the yeah. exact fact. But I know he was into film, some sort of film before into music. So interesting enough. And so if I have this correctly, he was a part of Griselda and he no longer is. So, I mean, he said, I think he had a hiatus with Griselda yeah, for a little said, bit. I, I was, what, from what I was reading, they had like a falling This album. album's under Griselda Records. Was it? Okay. So this one is, and he's really good friends with West Side Guns. Yeah, so now. he said they rekindled and things. There was, yeah. in, 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 in the interview I saw, they they talked about how it wasn't a beef, it was more of just a creative difference, you okay. know, a separation. Yeah. And then they kind of met back in in the middle. So awesome. okay. it's really interesting, like how, but there, I don't know if there was technically a beef, they just didn't make music together for yeah. a while. They I'm had sorry, a few yeah. projects before. And then they split up, and now they're back, and they made Pray, and he exactly produced it. And they said they made it in three days. That's three crazy. studio, three studio sessions. This was made. That's so dope. And because they, they were talking about, like, he was West Side Gun was like, yeah, we can just make Pray for Haiti too if we really want to. We might. And I'm like, 
if you're gonna make this phenomenal yeah. of a project and just so, go be like, oh yeah, we just made, we made it in three days. It's like that's why I always think like I used to be over a little. I'm gonna a little sidetrack a little bit. I used to be a guy who was like, and I, we've talked about this before, being like, hey, you should really take time before. You yeah. Hey, but there's just certain exceptions to the game, you know? Because really like you see people like some artists really just get thrown out of the picture. I'm not gonna name any specifics because I don't want to criticize yeah. anyone, but just get thrown out because they try to produce a project really quickly and after they had some high success, it just yeah. doesn't work. It just doesn't work out. So, but Griselda, they they can just pop out good project over good project yeah. with not. I, I don't know how so they do cool. it, you know, it's if you so do that cool, and stuff. Dude. But, um, yeah, this it's been a really cool way to do it. And it, I actually, I think I, I believe twenty percent of the profits made off this album go to ha- a Haitian COVID relief because they so cool. they have a big COVID problem there too. I guess yeah. where like a lot of people were dying, a lot of people were having ventilators. I think and they're mm-hmm. they're having a crisis. I remember like from when I was reading up about it. So that's why it's called Pray for Haiti. Yeah, lots of really good uh, Creole and Haitian. Yeah, lots of lines. Lots, lots, yeah. Good frequency. That's the first thing. I mean, he just yeah, shout outs. I guess yeah. Like inter inter cultural cultural uh, whatever. Yeah, well, yeah. Just bring you intermixing culture. I guess yeah. You know, so like, I really like how he like. I like when rappers do so, that. Like um, there's a song. I think it's called uh, Let It Let It Yo. Oh yeah, that yeah. That exactly. was so literally all, entirely in Creole. Like those are so dope. Dude. The, and um, a little skit. Yeah. And there was a actually Shaq West did it on one song. I can't think of it. It's Jiggy with the shits. This was called. Okay. One of his whole second verse is in some African language. I totally yeah. forgot what it's called. It's um. I'm not gonna say it, but I'll it'll come to the top of my head sometime. Yeah. But but uh. He, yeah, in the whole thing, and I love when rappers do that. Like, bring Spanish, bring in any other language. I love being so intermixing of cultures. You know, yeah. who, who doesn't like that and stuff? And I think, uh, uh, and I thought that was really, really good. I thought just there, I really like that cultural he put in there. No, and absolutely. he's, and obviously it's Basquiat, uh, mm. the album. I think Basquiat is like, uh, it's very Basquiat influence, you mm. know. And I don't know, it could be a Basquiat drawing. I'm not sure, but. I think it definitely has the influence on the cover. So yeah. definitely, so pretty. We yeah, can definitely see with cool. the art, Makami with the arts. He yeah. he knows what he's talking. He, he knows it, what he's man. doing. Like yeah. he knows how to bring in a bunch of different art products and stuff like that. But absolutely. Oh, going to my favorite track, Murray. Murray was I very, can't, very very. The very fat like in the weird, you know, it was when I first listened to it. It's like. Mama told me never my favorite song on the album. Really? Yeah. When he said when you you did that's your favorite. Yeah. Me and me and Carter are very NFL yeah. I, I hope you're listening to this, Carter. because uh, we did we did a whole write up. We'll put that in the link or uh, description. But so like uh we we were talking about how Marie's such a good like a high it's homage to his mother and stuff like that. And when I first heard it, it was like Mama told he the chorus is Mama told me never stop until I bust a nut, which is like really weird yeah. you know when I first heard it but I think he's just uh, he's talking about when he has a kid yeah. like going to his career until he has a child yeah. there's a sport that's a good yeah, and it's, yeah. that just makes it more but when I first heard it it really did throw me off like, and stuff like that and I'm like that's a little weird but I really oh, but then obviously I was yeah. naive you know what I'm yeah. saying like when you when you really think about it he's just like until he has a kid like keep doing what he does make the best art made until he's he has a kid where he yeah. does that so I thought that was a really cool way of doing that and I thought like the homage to the mother I thought the lyrically was so good and I think that like um and him the ending verse on the ending of the second verse where he's talking about the divinity divine I like he always sees God as a woman mm. he needs that feminine that divinity like he says like something uh, the femininity divine or something like that but he really talks about towards the end of it I wish we could pull up later because I'd be kind of nice but I mean I, I understand I understand why and um like uh and I really do like uh 
that how he talks about that, like the femininity and how his mom, what it means to him, how it brought him creatively. Yeah. Doesn't I thought that was a really cool uh, idea so doing pretty. that. And yeah. I, do you like? So that's your favorite one too. Uh, I thought it was so pretty. I mean, story wise, absolutely. Yes. But it was, it was concept wise. Concept too, wise. There's also my favorite beat on the album. I, the way oh, it, yeah. oh, I it felt like the the intensifying synths throughout the piano rising, and then everything finally comes to the fruition at like the top the top of the beat. Like yeah. even even with uh, Mock Ami singing, like it's like he's at the top of his like the climax of the song. And the chorus is the most important part, you know. As I tell, like oh, it's so. It reminds deep. me. I, I it reminded me a lot of Summer Nights by Joey Badass, but specifically the song Long Live Stilo. If you know that. I don't know. I don't. For, I should. I should be hearing this. Oh man, man. I, I, don't, I, I don't even know why. It, it's very. It's very similar. Like intensifying the chorus is very, very important, very potent part of the song. Yeah, yeah. They're very pretty. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, or I you know, very, you know, another pretty. song that reminds me of is "Alone" by Tyler the Creator. It's on a uh, Wolf, I think, yeah. up there. But uh, it's a closing track of it, and it's it's like a slow building piano chord to the end. It's not exactly the same, mm. but that tour like building towards the chorus. Yeah. That's what kind of reminds so me of too. And I think like. I thought they did a really good job, and like I just thought that and it like it's such a, like a back and forth instrumental, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know, like it's like a ho- some sort of t- maybe contorted horn or something mm-hmm. like that, but it really weaves in with the instrumental. And I think Makami, of course, murders yeah, it. You know, it's like it, and she is. I mean, it's there's so many good ones, but um, one, uh, just kind of going off of uh, speaking about the, his mom and like the the powers mom yeah, holds yeah. in his life and everything. Uh, the track, whoa, oh my goodness, Melanie Charles, man. Oh, au revoir. That was my second favorite track. Holy hell, man. The most melodic, beautiful sequence of vocals in the album. Like, it just, that's not something I expected to hear. Yes, yeah. And yeah. it just hit me so incredibly. And there was a great flute that she was singing on top of. Yes. Very unconventional, and I didn't really like didn't expect that either. It was a very unexpected track. Yeah, and I was, thought it was so smooth, just yeah, happy. Yeah, yeah, dude. I think a, a female voice on a, on a flute, I think it just hits different. I don't so know what I say. Like, and I think her voice really did flow on that one that really well. Incredible. And I think, uh, and yeah, some, some of these <laughs> songs are hard to pronounce. So, yeah, yeah we'll, we're sorry if uh, I pronounce them wrong. That like it, that, but it, it's French for uh, goodbye until we meet again. And I didn't realize, I guess Haiti has a large uh, French dialect. And well, they, the, I guess ha- Haiti was colonized by... So that, okay, that makes a lot of sense then. Yeah, and it's, so I think it's like, there's a lot of it, it's not just, it's not French or it's not, it's, there's yeah. not like a Haitian language, it's just Creolin. And that's what they talk about on one of the freaking, uh, one of the skits. They have a guy talking about, oh, on the north side, the Crayola, and it's a lot different than the south side, and yeah. the west side, east side. It's a lot different it dialect. It's cool. like, um, it's kind of like Spanish in Catalonia. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah. You have that, like, they, they, it's like a lot different. I mean, it's a whole different language, yeah. right, in a sense, yeah. but you have, like, different lives. Even, even uh, Spanish and... In Italian? Oh, my stars, yeah. I was Italian. Wait, with Spanish and what were you saying? Oh, Spanish and... Just, Anywhere, every anywhere you are, Spanish has so many different. Like, True, yeah, yeah, like how how yeah, oh yeah, exactly. No, yeah. I, I totally agree. And it's like so, I really like that how he adds that and stuff like that. And I'm, it's so it, pretty. And yeah. I I thought that there's a really good one. One song that really grew on me is wait okay wait before we go into anything, how do you feel about the West Side Gun features? Um, I thought Murder Season was his best feature. Um, but I also thought that song dragged a little too far. I really didn't think he was like that large. Murder uh, season again. Yeah. See, that was, <laughs> I like that. I love, I love that. Yeah. Um, and okay, fully, I do. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think 
when he, he finished the song, you're really stuffed up. You need a flow, Nace. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that's, oh that's, my that's, God. That, that's, that's a pretty good one. I, I, Keisha Plum does have like a he, she, I, she's a really interesting character. I, I really like that. And I, I think that's a does a really good job with that. And I think um, I thought she she heard both of them with uh the Melanie uh Charles. I think that's right. Mm. Yeah, I both of them. I think they did a really good job on that throughout. Yeah. And um, what they with the West Side Gun features, I felt like. Two, I really like. I like. I really did like Ram, Rami. I like. I really did like um, yeah. uh, Murder Season. But I wasn't the biggest fan. I guess the biggest fan of Folly Do. I mean, I would. Really? I thought West Side's feature on there was a little weak and stuff. But yeah. I think. And when I first listened to Rami, I didn't really like it. But then as I listened to it, I love how they go. They keep going back and forth and back so, and forth. And I sorry, I talked about Rami a little too. I thought it matched with. Like, I could have. I felt like that could have been on Feet of Clay. I thought it was a very the you know, unmatching, mismatching piano chords. Um, it was a very unconventional song. I, so it, it grew up. Feet, that's a really good point. I, feet of Clay. It might be a little too upbeat for Feet of Clay. Yeah, but, like, but I think a lot of the Feet of Clay. Yeah. you're right. You're doing. You know, you're, I just I, I felt like that beat would have matched very well. So it was very back and forth, and it was a lot of. Uh, Rapping off beat, I guess. I guess not. Yeah, right. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm or the Earl Sweatshirt, Billy Wood. I mean, um, Arm and Hammer type stuff. Yeah. Or we we see like what the Alchemist mean exactly with and stuff. And I think that's. I think that's gonna be a huge wave in the underground rap scene. Uh, it's, like it's impressive as fuck if you can do it. You know it, what I'm saying? Because it's, it's uh, people think that like when you hear some rapping off beat, it's like they they think it's like oh well you're not on beat you're not like conventional. Yeah. It's like but is and I have a lot of struggle. Like I don't show my friends a lot of my friends like. Any alchemist, like no. like the alchemist stuff he's making now with like Earl, yeah. Navy Blue, Sideshow, all those guys and stuff like that. Or even I don't even really show too many West Side Gun songs either because no. it's like they just they think like I don't know they just don't. It's not the mainstream. They don't uh, rhyme place. and stuff yeah. like that. Or it's not yeah. trap is huge. That's yeah. a, you know or like or a lot of my friends listen to like alternative or indie and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like they they don't necessarily like this like deep rap or conscious scene or like the yeah. East Coast what like that type of type of vibe. So for sure, I think it's really good. But the West Side Gun features, I think that. I even like Carter really pointed this out. Right? He thought that it was a little even too much, even for an executive producer. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel that way exactly. I thought yeah. the feature. I thought all three of them either had some sort of substance, and I thought two of them are some of my favorite songs of the album: Murder Season and Rami. I thought they both did a fantastic job. Okay. So I'm, I'm a big, I'm a really yeah. big fan and stuff like that. I like that. Um, okay, do you want to uh, finish off with last last uh, podcast we did favorite bars? Let's do. Who do you wish was featured on this and your rating? Okay, good. Yeah. Who do I wish was featured? Conway. Conway yeah. the Machine. That's funny. You said I think that, would have yeah. been a really hard one. You know, of course. That's. I mean, it's kind of a cop off like Griselda feature, of mm-hmm. course. But Conway the Machine, and I'm gonna go with a little. Uh, obscure one. Let me think if I can think of one right now. You know what? I think Amaria. Yeah. We we're talking like Melanie Charles and Keisha Blom. A really, I think she could do something like a really good chorus on this album. That's a little obscure. Okay. I don't know if that'd work exactly, but and she's kind of she's a little uh, under. I love her. She's I think she's the one yeah, of my yeah. favorite artists right now. But I think that Amaria could, would be my obscure dark horse. Okay. Conway, if I just want to hear some sick bars. Okay. And rating? Rating? 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. Almost yeah. not, almost a 10 out of 10. For the, the only thing is, like, you know, with 10 out of 10 albums, they only come yeah. so far. You, you got to be like sparse that. with those. And this is one, there's not, there's not, it is a little, 
um, blurry with the concept. Mm. I mean, not really the blurry with the concept is because you have like cultural diversity, yeah. motherhood, all this like different. And, and like, I mean, like, it's pretty all. It over. does seem a little unfocused sometimes. Yeah, to put it that yeah, way, absolutely. you know. And you like what what type of bars you're doing, and then oh, favorite bar. I really like when Makami said nothing. Megan like Diego Maradona. I'll catch you lack a donut. I thought that was <laughs> hilarious. I thought that was hilarious. Or there was uh, and there were some good West Side ones that I can't. I can't. That was on uh, Rami as well. I can't think of it right now. I'll think of it some other time, but. Uh, that that's probably one of my favorite that comes to my head. I honestly, I was like, not Megan like Diego Maradona. Yeah, I like that. Favorite. I like that. And then nine out of ten, nine point five maybe. Okay. Yeah, I'll match you on a nine out of ten. I that was it. Like I said, I had never even heard of Makami until you yeah. talked about him. So for him to hit me like, holy hell, that is so dope. He hit me like a truck because I was a noob to him too. I'm yeah. like, I don't really listen to him that much. I respect yeah. him. I think he's great. And especially I did respect him before. And I was a little skeptical because all these people are like crazy yeah. high. Like saying he's one of the it's best standing. rappers alive. And I was yeah. like, okay. And after listening to this project, I'm like, I'll, I understand your comments. I, now, I, you know? I might not totally agree, but I understand a lot of your comments yeah. more. And I think... You know, I'd like to maybe one day I'll buy like a three hundred dollar project, like one of those secret ones. I don't know. Maybe maybe if I get a good salary going yeah. or something, if I get if I got that type of brand going. But uh, I got man, that was this was a great album. Yeah. I think I think everything about it, I love the concept. I I love everything. Yeah, no, it was beautiful. I've been listening to this nonstop recently. Yeah, no, it actually you know? has. It's been on my on repeat on Spotify, so that's really cool. I'm really happy about that. That and Haram, those are my yeah. two two. Uh, okay, this is my album of the year. I will say that right now, album of the year is this Macan Prairie, yeah. and then Haram. The Alchemist. We might do maybe we'll yeah. do a bonus review on that if we yeah. ever need to or something. I don't know. Maybe we'll do that. But it is a little far past, you know. It's yeah. being released. But those are my one and two right now. Do you have one? Do you have your favorite album of the year right now? Um, man, low key kind of year's been dry. Yeah, I mean, favorite project is uh, fuck. Mavi, the end of times. Oh um, yes, that one. There, that's a, the EP that came yeah, out. Is, that it, was, is it the end of times? I believe. Um, that could be, could yeah. be. Um, and then it's actually, I have an indie, uh, All the Ways We Are Together by Dreamer Boy. Dreamer Boy. Those are my top two, right? Nice. That's a, yeah, that's um, a good one. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Where'd oh. Tommy rank? Is it top five? Oh, it's top five. Top five? I'd say so. Um, yeah. I'd also, yeah, no. Nah, and Super What. Super What, uh, MF Doom and Zarface is probably oh, yeah. my number, probably three. Um, but hey. Back to this real quick. Feature Earl Sweatshirt. Um, That'd be cold. I think it'd just be nasty. I'd, I'd stay in Earl. Um, Earl with that? You're it, right. Earl it'd just be really, it'd be really nasty. Uh, and then I think if I wanted someone to sing a melody on here, I think it'd be uh, Helena David from oh. uh, Helena Frail. Wow, uh, that's a good my pick. Heroes. I think that'd be so beautiful. Um, on what, what song was I just talking about? Um, the flute one? Are you? Yeah, Au Revoir. Au Revoir, yeah. Okay, that's a... Okay. That'd be... Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. But yeah. Another great episode. Another great episode. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, no preview. Alright. Peace. Peace.